they had full confidence that I could do it. And they had my back and they assured me that they had my back and they were, they were invested in my success. Welcome to Ambition Theory, Women in Construction. This show asks questions that everybody is thinking about, but doesn't want to say out loud. It's about tackling complex topics like why are there so few women in senior leadership positions? What is it going to take to change this? Each episode is a combination of motivation and tactical strategies to get ahead. We get out of our comfort zones and we take action. We learn, grow, and create opportunities. I am your host, Andrea Jansen, a certified executive coach with an MBA, and since 2018, I've coached over a thousand construction professionals to level up their leadership. Let's get started. Sponsorship is one of the most powerful tools to advance women in the construction industry. Once you learn about this concept, it's easy to want to implement it, but it isn't always straightforward. There's no sign-up sheet or three-step plan. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. Rachel Ferreira from Zachary Construction unpacks how sponsorship has shown up for her over her 15-year career, even though she didn't recognize it then. She shares how she's intentionally leveraging these relationships and sponsoring the next generation of leaders. I loved this interview and I'm excited to share it with you today because I know you're going to learn a lot. Do you know what the number one question we get when speaking to companies about our Leadership Accelerator program for women in construction? We already have an internal leadership program or a mentorship program available, which is great. But the thing is, these programs don't work the same way for women as they do for men. There are many reasons why, but the most striking one, one that if you're a woman listening right now, you'll probably recognize right away. It's the double bind. We did some research last year and found that 78% of women were told that if they wanted to accelerate their path to leadership, they needed to be more confident. But 70% of those same women were also told that they were being too bossy. Basically, as soon as a woman embodies the traits most typically associated with leadership in the construction industry, they're faced with negative feedback. This is the double bind. And this is why specialized training for women is needed. If you want to learn more about how our Leadership Accelerator program can help you address the double bind and many other obstacles women face on the path to leadership, please visit ambitiontheory.com forward slash LAP. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to Ambition Theory, Women in Construction. I am so honored to talk to you today. Can you introduce yourself and share what you do? Hi, Andrea. It's good to be here. It's good to speak with you again. Thank you for this opportunity. I'm really excited to be able to share my story. So I studied civil engineering in college and I started at Zachary Construction right out of grad school. Zachary is a heavy highway civil contractor based in Texas. And I started off in estimating. So my first five years, I worked in estimating mostly on concrete paving and batch plans. And from there, I moved to an ERP implementation team and then did a document control system implementation. And I've been a system admin for that for the last eight years. 
And then uh, from there, earlier this year, I was given this amazing opportunity. We have an intellectual property company that hosts all of our patents. And we wanted to take that dormant company and turn it into a new revenue stream for Zachary. So I'm doing that. I'm now the manager of investments and ideation, which is a fun title we got to come up with, but basically managing that company and all the other opportunities we can have there within the construction realm. And not just that, I also work on our Zachary Women Breaking Ground. It's employee resource group we have. We started in 2019. So I've been involved with that since its inception, and I'm one of the, the officers of that group. So that's a, a great resource group, and that's how we met, was through Zachary Women Breaking Ground. And I'm working mom. I got twin boys in first grade, a husband that has his own business. So just balancing work and life and all the things that that entails. Hey, I love it. And can you talk about what you love about working in construction? You know, when I was in school, I never would have imagined I would work in construction. All my internships in college were with civil engineering design firms, specifically in the transportation world. And so when a family friend asked my mom for me to come in an interview at Zachary, I really did it as a courtesy. I never envisioned working in construction, but I immediately fell in love with the people. I love the people at Zachary. I had a six-hour interview. I interviewed for a myriad of positions. But I just fell in love with the people within our specific company. I just love the hardworking people in construction. What I think I love about the industry today and what keeps me involved in construction is all the challenges, the problem solving. Um, I love looking at ways to make somebody's job easier, to make it safer, make it more efficient for them to do their job. And so specifically over the last 10 years of my career, I've really been able to problem solve. There's lots of challenges the construction industry puts out there. How can we make it easier for someone to do their job, make it more efficient, make it safer? And so I've been able to do that through our ERP system we've implemented, through the document control system, and even mobile apps I've helped develop. So it's it's fun to overcome those challenges and problem solve. Okay. I love it. So we recently presented together at the Construction Industry Institute conference. And we were talking about sponsorship, which is my favorite topic to talk about. And you were there sharing what does sponsorship actually look like in a real company and what can happen in your career? What value does it bring to the company? Can you talk about how sponsorship has showed up for you? Because you've been with the company for a long time. You've progressed kind of through various different roles. And I'm curious what that has, what ha- what that's looked like for you. Yes. Yeah, so you know, sponsorship has played an integral role to my career path. I, if I think of early Rachel right out of grad school, I would not have picked this path that I'm, I've gone along. So when I was in estimating, I worked on, we had kind of an obscure uh, estimate we we're looking at in the Caribbean. And I, uh, the person leading the estimate was Ranjit Gadfolk and him and I got to work on that estimate together. And that was my first time working with him. And he recognized in me that our skills really balanced each other, that our strengths really balanced the way that he looked at things versus the way that I looked at things was very different. And so we really complemented each other, each other's skill sets, and we had the same work ethic. And so about a year and a half later, he was asked to be the project manager for our ERP implementation. And so he reached out to me and he wanted me to be his first hire onto that team. 
And I didn't even know what an ERP was. And then once I researched that, I really didn't feel equipped because we're going to be replacing probably 40 plus software systems with SAP. And I didn't know those software systems that our projects and our other departments use because I'd only worked in estimating. And in fact, the software system we used in estimating, we were keeping. <laughs> so that didn't really, I didn't feel like I had a lot I could contribute there, but he assured me, no, I need you as my right hand. We balance each other. And he instilled a confidence in me that we were going to make a great team. And so I accepted the position and, and we worked on that implementation together with a large team of folks, obviously not just the two of us. And about a year into that, he then said, okay, Rachel, Zachary wants to implement a document management system, and I'd like you to design it, run it, operate it. And again, I didn't necessarily feel equipped for that either, because this is a DMS that's going to mostly serve our project teams, and I had never worked out in the field. And so I didn't know how I was going to be able to contribute a lot to that. But again, he said, you're going to knock it out of the park. I've got your back. We're going to succeed. And so I took on that position. And about, about six months into that implementation is when he went ahead and let me know that Zachary has tried over a dozen DMSs in the last maybe 10 years and they all have failed. So <laughs> no pressure. And, but we still succeeded and we're still using the system today. It's a state-of-the-art system. There's nothing like it actually in our industry. And so that's a really great accomplishment that I've been able to have with a fabulous team that's helped support me through that. And then most recently, well, actually, I guess one other thing, we've developed some mobile apps in-house to support our project teams and then also worked with outside companies and helped them develop better, better tools that fit our needs, but then also made their product better for the industry and uh, been able to work on those as well. So all those different things led up to earlier this year in March, both David Zachary, who's our CEO, and Ranji both approached me and said, you know, we're, we're doing, we have an intellectual property company. It holds all of our patents and would like to turn it into a new revenue stream for Zachary. And we want you to manage that, run it. And I've just felt, oh, wait, that's, that's completely out of my wheelhouse, but it, it's going to be a great success because they've assured me that we're not going to fail. Like there's no way they would let that company fail. And so I can't fail. The company is not going to fail. We're going to succeed. And I know that they have my back. And so that's three very concrete examples of sponsorship where each one of those job opportunities, if they had been posted internally here at Zachary, we're looking for somebody to do this job. I would have not put my name in the hat because I didn't feel like I'd mastered all the skills necessary to do those jobs, but they saw something in me and they said, no, we want you to do this. And they had full confidence that I could do it. And they had my back and they assured me that they had my back and they were, they were invested in my success. And so that, that's, that's what sponsorship looks like, right? That's what it has looked like in my career. And it has completely changed my career path. I might still be working in estimating, doing concrete paving, had it not been for Ranji recognizing something in me that I didn't see in myself. Okay. So this story, it sounds, honestly, it is like the poster child, the reasons why <laughs> you should embrace this concept of sponsorship, but you make it sound so easy, right? Like I didn't know what I was doing. 
I got into this role and everybody else before had failed and I was a success, right? <laughs> you make it sound so easy, but I know behind the scenes, it was, it never plays out like that. Can you kind of like take us back? And I know you're, we're focusing on the positive and I'm a very positive person. So I so appreciate about that, about this conversation, but I'd love to understand kind of like some of the challenges, some of the pains that kind of happened along the way. Oh, well, you know, there's always, there's always a learning curve, right? Doing something new. So, and there's always something that has affected me in each one of these roles as I come into a new position, it's imposter syndrome, right? Where I feel like I don't belong and I don't feel like I'm equipped to do whatever's being presented to me, but, you know, been able to overcome that by learning, by just throwing myself in 110%, right? And really, really pushing through. You know, there's something that's been amazing about Ranjit being a sponsor is he is always a person, not just for me, for anybody. People know this about him is he it, he wants to remove roadblocks. Actually, every every monthly meeting we have when we're reviewing things with projects, he will say, is there any, are there any obstacles I need to remove for you? Are there any roadblocks that are keeping you from doing your job? Do, you know, do things need to be elevated up to my level so I can help facilitate grease the wills, whatever it is to make things happen. And so knowing that I have that in him makes it where I can always turn to him and, Hey, you know, typically I'm able to get things done on my own. He kind of, you know, in the beginning of our relationship, I, I had to, you know, I'd come check in with him regularly. Okay. I'm doing this. Are you okay with this? Will you make this decision for me? And finally it's like, you just need, you've got it. You don't need to come to me for this. You've got it. And, and that instilled a huge confidence in me to just take on those challenges on my own. And, and really, if I, if I hit something that I can't make progress here, this person is not listening to me or the situation, or I can't make a de decision, maybe fiscally, I can't decide if we're spending this money. I need you to make that decision. He, he'll do that. He steps in and does it. When I started Ambition Theory over five years ago, I knew that if we genuinely wanted to make the construction industry inclusive for women, that change needed to start at the top. But five years ago, nobody was ready to hear this message. Something has shifted recently, though, and it's really exciting. Organizations are reaching out because they want us to do a presentation for their leadership teams, and in some cases, the entire company. They see that up until now, the burden of change has rested entirely on the shoulders of women. If this message speaks to your association or company, we want to hear from you. Visit ambitiontheory.com forward slash book a call to learn how you can book a presentation for your organization. Okay, that's really cool. And I want to kind of go back to the early, like that first project where you were estimating and then you moved onto that completely new area. Because mm -hmm. it sounds like you, over the years, you built up a lot of trust, right? Like it started with like, you're kind of uncertain, you're getting feedback every single step. Then at some point it became like your sponsor identified, like, you know what, I trust you to do this, like run with it. And then like, you could kind of understand when you needed to bring them in and when you mm -hmm. could actually just go out and push forward. How did you develop that kind of knowledge of like when it was okay to like actually push forward and when you actually needed to lean on that sponsor? Oh gosh. You know, I think it it's when, I mean, he had to kind of outright tell me 
you don't need to run this by me. I, I trust you. But I think it's when I was able to repeat something several times where, okay, like a lot of the things I had to be involved with in our ERP implementations, we had these monthly meetings we did. And so where we would report back to the board and he, I literally was given a seat at the table, right? It's our board at Zachary that we had to report to monthly and let them know, okay, this is how much it's costing. This is what we've done so far. This is, you know, and I literally had a seat at that table because he invited me to those meetings, but helping prepare stuff for that on a month to month basis where, okay, I've done it a couple of times. I know it's right. Now I can just go and do it, go forward and do it on my own and then let him QC it right after the fact, just does it look good to you versus, Hey, I need you to help me do this. Well, I love, I love that you use that language. Like, because it's, it's like, you're describing what's like really the behaviors of sponsorship. So that sponsor is like giving you that exposure, right? It's like introducing you to people, putting you in those situations where like, let's be honest, if you failed in front of the board, that would really look bad on Ranjit, yeah. on your sponsor as well. So I just, I love this story so much because it seems like this has been playing out for you since the beginning of your career. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting because one thing when we talk to people, like sponsorship's not part of our language, right? Like we don't talk about it every day, but I want you to try to identify, like, it sounds like you've always had a sponsor. Did you know right away? Like at what point did you realize like, oh, this is a relationship. This is how it works. This is how people advance. This is how big things get done. This is how impact happens. This is how like everybody rises because sponsorship is really, really that win-win relationship, mm-hmm. right? Like Ranjit probably would not be where he is today if he didn't have you who was kind of having his back, pushing these projects, getting all these things done. Can you talk about how you realized like this was a thing and you could identify it? So that that came from you, Andrea. So Andrea spoke at our Zachary Women Breaking Ground leadership conference last year as our first time doing a conference like that. And so she was the keynote speaker. And so she shared about the double bind and sponsorship versus mentorship. And I don't know if it was orchestrated this way or if it was just luck of the draw, but we had assigned seating at different tables in the conference room. And I happened to be sitting next to the Ranjit while Andrea was speaking about sponsorship versus mentorship. And I remember writing down, I don't remember if it was a piece of paper that I slid to him or just in my notebook with our questions and stuff, but I wrote down, that's you. Thank you. And, and he kind of looked at me and smiled. I was like, and so we got to have an in-depth conversation later about how my career path, not until I sat there and reflected backwards, right? Do, uh, hardly, I think, do we take time to reflect on the past, but sat there and reflected on my career and thought, yeah, Ranji's been a sponsor for me. And that's been a a complete, you know, change in where my career has led over the years. And actually most recently, whenever, you know, I sat down with David Zachary about this new opportunity, he said, I don't know if you realize it, but you know, Ranjit's like your biggest cheerleader. And I'm like, well, yeah. And it's kind of mutual. Like we are both each other's biggest fan. Like we both support each other wholeheartedly and we care about the other person's success and, you know, if he's in a bind and needs help with a hard situation, I'm going to help him and vice versa. It's, it's truly a win-win relationship that we have, but that, that terminology sponsorship did not really come into our vocabulary until you spoke with us. And, you know, we have mentorship programs here. I've been mentored by many people throughout my career, but Ranjit's probably 
been my only true sponsor. And I guess David most recently with this new position, you know, it's a little bit different, the sponsorship. Yeah. So I'm curious in that conversation with Ranjit, when you're like, you're my sponsor, this is how it works. (laughs) What did he say? Like, did he know he was doing that? I'm so curious. I, you know, I don't know if he was doing that versus he's probably just looking at it from a business perspective of this is the person that's best fit for this position. And this is who I want working alongside me with X, Y, or Z on whatever project. I think he was just looking at from that, that perspective, he, he's looking at my skills and his skills. And, and again, we're, we have very different perspectives. Like he is always glass half full and I am maybe more the realist or maybe even not negative, but I'm like, Hey, what about, we're going to come across this, this, and this, how will you consider that? And so we balance each other in that way. I love that because a lot of the times we kind of default when we don't think about these behaviors, because they do naturally play out, but our default is to find like our mini me, right? Like someone that went to your same school, someone has the same mindset, someone that you, you know, enjoy going to lunch with. And then you don't have that tension. Cause I think this relationship, because it has been so long and it has been really successful. It's like that tension is kind of (laughs) the magic that you've created and the value of having that sponsor protege relationship being different and have and being able to really acknowledge like this is the perspective that I bring to the table and this is the perspective that the other person brings to the table and how do we like get something exponential out of that and it's really cool that it's played out that way so now that you know the words and you can describe the behaviors how has your attitude towards career development changed so I, I obviously then want to make sure that I can be a sponsor to others, right? And, or even encourage those behaviors in others. So I guess uh, another concrete example here, we're actually having a change in leadership within our Zachary Women Breaking Ground group, a position became open. Um, and so somebody that I've served as co-chair with for the last maybe year and a half we're having a Zoom meeting because everybody's at their different job sites and we're having a Zoom meeting and everybody's on camera. You can see each other. And they're saying, you know, we'd like folks to self-nominate for this position to carry out the rest this year. And then we'll, and then we'll do elections at the end of the year for the coming, coming year term. So I texted the woman that we've been co-chairs. I texted her and I said, Hey, are you going to nominate yourself? I think you would do great in this position. And she texted me back and she said, no, I, I hadn't considered it. You think I would do great? I said, yeah, you would do awesome. And we work together. So she knows that we're, I support her, right? We balance each other out. We're going to make sure that our position succeeds. And I'm, I will do that in, in another leadership role as well. And so it was really neat because on the Zoom call, I could see her face, right? Where she read the text messages and her, her face changed, her demeanor changed. And she had this big smile on her face. And so I hope she has seen something in herself that maybe she didn't see for herself before. And we'll find nominations close out today. So we'll see if she actually nominates herself, maybe not now, but maybe in the future. But I hope she sees that she has that capacity and she could do that if she puts her mind to it and her heart to it. Great. I love it. So it's just like, it seems like this kind of like desire to play it forward, this desire to like Mm -hmm. become more of a sponsor and build those relationships has kind of been... I know bubbled up inside of you is now is like coming to fruition. 
So just because you're like, I'm going to be a sponsor, like I, it's so great. I want to give back. It's not always easy. Can you talk about some of the challenges that are kind of coming up for you? I think it's, it's, it's growth in new positions right now, trying to remember, you know, I've been, I've been doing what I've been doing for the last seven years with more things keep getting added to the plate, but the, the meat and potatoes, I guess, of what I do being our document control system admin, that was really scary at first. And it, I had a lot to learn and I had a lot of growth to do in order to be successful there. And obviously day one, it's, it wasn't as easy as it is today. And so trying to remember that now coming into this new position where I'm being exposed to completely different terminology, different business lines, different, it's completely different creating a product to solve problems for my coworkers versus trying to take something to market and sell it. That those are, those are different wheelhouses. And so remembering that right now, like not to be insecure and to be, yes, there's going to be a learning curve and I'm going to figure out I've done it before I can do it again. But it seems so like it was before I had children was the last time this happened. And a lot has happened (laughs) in the last, you know, seven, eight years. So remembering that growth is always hard. It's, you know, it's, it's fruitful, but it is hard. And so remembering that right now that, okay, you will figure it out. You've figured it out in the past and you have people that believe in you and you can lean on them. I love it. And so can I, I have an idea as you were talking, I was like, Oh, I have an idea for Rachel. (laughs) Is it okay if I share it with you? Yeah. So I think like, as you're in this kind of like you're forging new ground, you're in uncertain Ontario. So my challenge would be for you from that sponsoring perspective is like, who are the people that have some expertise that I don't, that I could maybe be on looking at that higher level for opportunities for them to step up. But then also they're kind of like, like you talked about before, like the glass half full versus the more realist. It's like, maybe you're kind of like, what's that thing that you have that they, that they, that you don't have that maybe they have, and then you could kind of balance each other up and kind of like move along together. So I think that's a really cool position that you're in right now. It's like, who are those people and how can you find them? And my, I guess, advice for you would just be like curious and open because those people are probably out there. It's just like recognizing it. And you're already practicing that muscle, like seeing Mm -hmm. their strengths before they see it in themselves and just reminding them of what they are. And that's such an amazing thing to do. I will, I'll have to try that. (laughs) I, where, where I not struggle today, but something that makes this position unique is it's different than being a project engineer out on job and learning from the existing project engineer. This is a completely new adventure for Zachary. So it's like, there's not, there's not somebody for me to look up to that's doing that today. And like, okay, let me mimic their behaviors. I need to broaden and look out in the industry and find the right relationships because there's also competition there, right? So some, you know, people don't want to share their secret sauce. And so finding, building those relationships, it's, it's new. It's completely a little bit scary, but I I actually love it. That it's like, really, maybe it's about external relationships too, because that's the other thing about sponsorship too. It doesn't necessarily need to be within your company because Mm -hmm. people have information. There are opportunities you can help other people with, they can help you with. So it's like being open to 
there's so many possibilities for you to kind of like take this concept and kind of leverage it moving forward, which is, I think is really exciting. It is. <laughs> Agreed. And then, so can you talk about kind of like the overall culture at Zachary and how this kind of like culture of sponsorship brings ba- value back to the company? Because I know people are so loyal to Zachary. And when you see companies that have really loyal employees, it's really at the end of the day, it comes back to the culture. That's really what gets people to stay. So can you talk about that and really how you'd be able to see this kind of sponsorship culture be a part of that loyalty and the culture that you have? So yeah, our culture is, it is unique. I count myself blessed that I just started at Zachary because we have a lot of people that obviously start careers elsewhere and move here and then they stay because of our, our culture. It, there's something to be said about a family. It, next year is our hundredth year of business. And so, and it's, it's third generation of family ownership. And it truly starts from the top down. Like David Zachary lives and breathes our values. And um, there is no compromise when it comes to our values. And so that's the type of people that, that fit here is people who are like-minded. It's a family, it's a family run and it, our company feels like family. I mean, there are people here that are, are literally like my sisters or brothers and I care for them at that level. And so it's, it's a different culture. So sponsorship, you know, it naturally fits into that. It's where you want to succeed your people succeed and, and sponsoring somebody, you know, obviously the person being sponsored, they're, they're going to be more successful by that built-in confidence of, I see this in you and I want to provide you with these opportunities. The sponsor is going to benefit because they brought somebody to the table that maybe other people didn't think would be able to hack it or do it. And, and it's going to prove them wrong and show that their credibility of, you know, it's going to make them look good. And that's win-win for the company. I mean, everybody, everybody succeeds, everybody benefits from sponsorship. And so one of our corporate values is every person matters. And I think sponsorship ties into that where it's important to look at everybody in the company and make sure that everybody gets a fair shake and everybody has the same opportunities because every person within your company does matter. And you want to make sure that they know that and they feel that it's not just, you know, management are not the only people that matter, you know? Oh, I love that so much. So thank you so much for sharing kind of the behind the scenes in your sponsorship journey, Rachel. It's just so powerful to see and hear like how it actually plays out and what it looks like, because it can be a confusing, it can be this ambiguous concept, but it's so powerful when you leverage it. So thank you. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your journey today. Um, Thank you for the opportunity. And we always end the podcast with an action that people can take within 24 hours after learning something new. And again, like sponsorship is overwhelming, right? It's like, please like send me up. Where's the, where do I write my name is not how it works. It's really about building that trust, finding those relationships and creating those opportunities together. Can you talk about what is something that people can do just to get started? Like get cured, like get started to build those relationships, maybe find that sponsor or even find that person that they could sponsor. So I would, I would challenge people who are in a, in a position that they could, they can sponsor others. Cause I, I really feel like I want to put the onus on those folks to take the initiative, right? Look in your sphere of influence, look for someone that you can have an impact on, or maybe you question, why didn't this person put themselves, you know, we, we, 
we're hiring for this position and we, we thought that they would make a good fit, but maybe you didn't say anything to them. And maybe you made an assumption it was they had something going on in their personal life, or maybe they just don't want to move up. Maybe they're happy where they are. Reflect on that. And if you have a position that you can put somebody into or, or make sure you can recognize in someone, hey, I think you would do great at that. You know, that's completely impacted my career. Another opportunity would be to invite somebody to a meeting that maybe normally doesn't have a seat at the table and let them have that exposure and let them get their feet wet. Maybe they won't be comfortable speaking in that situation. Tell them that's okay. Just come and come and sit and listen and absorb. And maybe next time you'll be comfortable presenting or talking, but just look at where you can provide opportunities for people that they maybe not, may not be able to provide for themselves. I love that action so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Rachel. This has been a joy. Thank you, Andrea. I really appreciate the opportunity. And I, I really hope that sponsorship, you know, more people can learn about it and grow from it and it can benefit more companies because it, it truly can be something that just can help a company flourish. Hey, before you go, I wanted to take a minute to read a review of our podcast. This review is from Odyssey Gal from the U.S., Excellent podcast providing much needed insight, encouragement, and practical application into a growing field for women and great opportunity for the construction and trades industries. Thank you, Andrea, for advancing this content. Thank you so much for that generous review. We really love hearing from our listeners. And I'm wondering if I can ask you a favor. Can you take a minute and leave us a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcasts? That really helps us to get the word out so that we can keep making episodes for you for free. Thank you for listening.